News just out. The National Party, this is being reported by One News, the National Party is apparently deeply frustrated that a coalition deal was not signed today. Uh, reportedly, the party had hoped that today was the day that they would be signing a deal between National Act and New Zealand First. Uh, this, w- and Because, of course, that's only going to happen tomorrow, and that would line up with the reports that we had heard that the thing had been delayed uh, through the course of today and something had gone ever so slightly wrong. That was News Talk ZB's Heather Duplessy-Allen on Thursday evening with the latest hiccup in the road to a new government even after talks between the parties had wrapped up. And while Heather Duplessy-Allen was relaying the delaying reported by TVNZ, TVNZ was reporting that New Zealand first big Bible fan Shane Jones had been reciting Exodus to a rival reporter. 40 days on from vote casting New Zealand First MP and prophet Shane Jones promising biblical feats. Well, there's a great line from Exodus. 40 days and 40 nights up in the mountain and the covenant emerged and the commandments were written. So it's probably the day. Now there, Shane Jones was giving chapter and Bible verse to News Hub's Lloyd Burr, though TVNZ couldn't bring itself to name him or his employer. And as 40 days and 40 nights came and went, TVNZ's Seven Sharp then consulted former police negotiator turned consultant Lance Burdett, who had this bleak assessment. The negotiations that have been going on is kind of like a kidnap situation, isn't it? And at this point, people were starting to demand proof of life for this new national-led government-in-waiting. Or, as RNZ's Giles Dexter put it earlier in the week... Another day of waiting. And waiting. And waiting. Back on News Talk ZB, though, Heather Duplessy Allen was still confident on Thursday that it was just one more day away. Or was that wishful thinking? But hey, listen, at least it's going to go right tomorrow, right? Absolutely. They will sign it tomorrow. Absolutely. We all know that. So if that doesn't happen, there's a problem. And as long as that happens, we're okay. But as we now know, the parties did put pen to paper on a unique three-way deal the next day at Parliament at last. Kia ora, good morning. We interrupt normal programming to bring you breaking news. 41 days since Election Day, the shape of the new government is just about to be officially signed off. Winston Peters set to be Deputy Prime Minister for the first half of the next parliamentary term. David Seymour set to be uh, the Deputy Prime Minister for the second half. Both act in New Zealand first with three MPs in Cabinet. Well, 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 what a delicate solution that is for the role of Deputy Prime Minister, isn't it, Jack? Thank you to all of you for your patience and your understanding and the wait for this government to be formed over the last 20 days. I think it is a real credit to New Zealanders that we now handle the MMP process with such calmness and maturity. Though, as TVNZ's Jessica Much Mackay had pointed out on Thursday night, that was only one of two steps to go. Firstly, the party boards have to sign off on this and then they need to get the OK from the Governor-General as well. So it will still be next week at the earliest before we actually have a working government. However, sealing the party political deal did mean an end to the tedious negotiation saga in the media. Never in New Zealand politics has so much been said by so many reporters and commentators working with so few morsels of actual information for so long. From the start, though, Christopher Luxon did try to manage the media's expectations by telling them there were no deadlines and he wouldn't do blow-by-blow updates on the progress. And Winston Peters also gave the media next to nothing to work with. It is very annoying to ask stupid questions. And at times he even refused to respond to questions at all. TVNZ kept score of the unacknowledged questions in one particular airport run one day like this. Happy to be back, possibly back in town. Notice they've uh, changed the Air New Zealand uh, safety deadline. Is 
anything you'd like to say, Mr Peters? But by contrast, ACT's leader David Seymour was pretty happy to be interviewed, though not about the specifics of who was calling whom and how. And so you've reached out to Winston Peters, he sent you to voicemail, does that concern you? Uh, if you want to get into the technicalities of how phones work, then you can. Um, but I don't know if that's uh, <laughs> well, the level he's, he's of... I don't know you. if, that's the, I don't, he's, he's been I don't know if that's, that's the level of debate that New Zealanders want. David Seymour was probably right about that last point there. But in the absence of meaningful comment, as the days ticked by, that was pretty much all the media got. And last weekend, Christopher Luxon, having abandoned his no daily update strategy, also ended up telling reporters about how they were using their phones. There just might be a depth of conversation you want to get to that's easier done in person uh, across a table, you know, around a table, than it is actually doing it through the telephone. Um, equally, there's a lot of other things that are quite transactional and quite straightforward that we can resolve through a phone or require us to you know, go away and do some work respectively uh, and we brief that in together and then we go off and do that work. Now, when broadcast journalists need to check if a source is being recorded loud and clear, they often ask a throwaway question, what did you have for breakfast? Though they, of course, have no real interest in the actual answer. But when the key quotes in this government negotiation story ended up being lame quips about wheat bix Well, you can never have too many wheat bix can you? <laughs> I, mean, I can. I, I, <laughs> I, I think they're a great start to the day. It was pretty clear that this particular political drama had long since jumped the shark as a media spectacle. Though News Hub's Lloyd Burr and Tamara Finamoya did make an eight-minute montage of political leaders' placeholder platitudes 39 days in. All party leaders understand the urgency. Listen, yeah, that kid is in the jungle. We're moving with tremendous urgency. We've been ahead of the, the curve. We've been trying to make sure that we can you know, deal with issues and have conversations about things that we need to do so. Now, that was funny in parts, but it was a pretty hard watch overall, given what had gone on since the election. And if any TV producer out there is tempted to pitch a docudrama to NZ On Air, telling the tale of how this government was formed, please don't. There's been more than enough made of it by our media these past few weeks to last us more than a lifetime.